Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 year taxi squad. We are IDP Nation. Don't adjust your earphones don't adjust your youtube if you're watching there i'm back at least you know for now <laughs> what's up daryl what's going on dan nothing much sorry i fixed the glasses here with pat uh yeah we uh we chatted the other day on patreon so the, the patrons got to hear us we did uh, they but did. yeah um I had some time. I got, I got a little bit of a head head this week, so I was able to carve out some time for us to chat. So we uh, here we are, right in time for the playoff push. Right in time to, to talk some smack. Um, but anyway, how was uh, Wednesday afternoon football for you? I don't know. I was at work, so I. <laughs> I uh, so listened to my. I listened to it on the uh, iHeartRadio. I found a radio station that was playing it, broadcasting. Mm-hmm. So, you got a phone? Got, huh? You have a phone? Yeah, I listened to it on my phone. So, it's an NFL app. You can watch the thing. Well, it's it's a little hard to watch while you're driving a forklift. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll end up on one of those videos I like watching on Facebook that pops. You up. know those are pretty cool. I'm impressed with how they stack stuff with them. That's really good. Now I'm talking about the ones where they like destroy entire rows of uh, of aisles of like shelving and stuff. Oh and, yeah, like, crash into the side of stuff, and they end up destroying like thousands of dollars worth of property and and stuff. Mm. You know. Well, you never know. You know. <laughs> We'll see Daryl on one of those one of these days. It's very possible. Very possible. Yeah. So it's been so long since we recorded that uh, you did one episode without me. Uh, yeah, but- we had some technical difficulties and some work issues, and but we've got it figured out now, so we shouldn't miss. We shouldn't miss another episode, whether one of us or both of us. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, the the goal is going to try to be to to be. At least once a week. I can't guarantee anything other than that. Although I was living the good life without you. You were. Uh, I was living the life of Riley, starring me as Riley. So so you notice, everybody, how he had two months to replace me and still couldn't do it? Well, that was a simple <laughs> reason, because I'm, I'm the best replacement. <laughs> I just didn't know it this whole time. That's the problem. But now you, you know what? I have to give you some credit. You, you figured out how to upload stuff. You figured out how to use the pod bean. I think yeah. this is what this is all is about. Is I wanted to throw you into the fire to see if you could survive. Oh, on I'm your a survivor, own. baby. You're it survivor. might not look pretty, but I'll get there. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that solo episode because I did not uh, get a chance. To no, that one was not very good because <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to having somebody else there where you kind of get a break or a pause to collect your thoughts or take a drink or whatever. and Take a piss break. Yeah, that too. That's, that's the big thing. <laughs> and when there's nobody there, you're just kind of like, oh, shit, it's just me. So... <laughs> When we first started, I had to do one of those, and I was like, we need to put out content every week. And I don't know what you're talking about. You had some kind of thunderstorm or something come up, or you lost power. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, was, it, was, it was like our second episode or some shit. No? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? And I'm like, but me and Eric, me and Eric uh, did the uh, dig on Sunday night, and it turned out pretty well. So, Yeah, I mean, you guys have been – I mean, I, I kind of you know helped – Help you along a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you guys are rolling with that. One less thing for me to have a hand in. No problem. No problem. So Everybody needs a break now. Man. Yeah. And, and like, uh, I don't know. I'm in front of the screen for. <laughs> right. I mean, I stare at the screen a lot too, but at least I get breaks from it to go load trucks or pull orders. So, yeah. I mean, it's six to eight hours I'm sitting here and I'm trying to tell 60 children to pay attention. And you should log me into one of your school sessions. I'll get them in line. Uh, I probably won't have a job after that. So, damn. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out. That wouldn't be helping me out much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we 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 wanted I wanted to jump on mainly to to discuss uh, where where I've been. I really haven't been anywhere. Uh, just been busy uh, with with real work. Not that this isn't you know. I guess this is kind of a job, uh, but it's it's not a very good paying job. <laughs> but uh, you know, we we uh, I, I was inundated with uh, with being in front of a computer and needed to get away from it yeah, for a little rough. while. Um, writing, I, I don't, I can't say I miss the writing, to be honest. I enjoy I it for in some the off strange season, reason. <laughs> in the off season, I like it, but during, in, in season stuff, it doesn't, it, it gets too monotonous. I have no clue how Johnny the Greek writes that 5,000, 50,000 word essay every week on the that's NFL. a freaking that's a monster dude the monster it, it's, yeah, it's never, perfectly named <laughs> if you've never read the monster um you, you might need like two or three if you read on the on the uh in in the outhouse so to speak mm -hmm. uh you might need about two or three different settings or you might cramp up or something it's <laughs> it's, right. it's massive it's a monster it, it really is the monster it's it's well named. For I have wrote some big articles, long, lengthy articles, and I'm like, first time I read his monster, I was like, holy crap! Because <laughs> I know the, the he's cutting. Article. Some, yeah, I know he's cutting some stuff back out of it, and I'm like, Ooh. I mean, it's just really analyzing every game and going over every game and mulling over every game, and I would love to do that. I just there's no way. Yeah, I just don't have the time. I could carve out the time. I mean, you must be up till. I mean, we'll ask him one time how late he stays up to write these things because yeah. he must start Sunday at four and just keep 
pounding out words from from Sunday at four until yeah he's got to I guess it's due by I mean he has it in by Thursday right by the Thursday game or no I guess yeah I can't yeah. remember I don't know when it always drops um but yeah it's normally before the Thursday game if it doesn't get in before the Thursday game I know he gives the cornerback streamers and stuff like that yeah for those of us smart people that don't waste our time drafting corners I resent that remark. You resemble that remark. <laughs> but uh, I thought, I don't know if you've done it. I don't know how well you keep track of your leagues and how, how up to date you are with keeping track of how, you, how you're how you doing in all your leagues. I know we are in massive amounts of leagues. As far as records um, or? I spent some time today going over my um, records. Yeah, records, playoff pushes, um, where Can I'm at. Me- well, you tell me what you leagues you want. To, yeah, you tell me what leagues you want to look at. I'm assuming we're starting with MFL. Well, these are mainly MFL. I have my FFPC one on here just because um, it's that. But I actually did this uh, each quarter of the season, so to speak. So I got the first quarter. I, I kind of charted out where my teams were after four games. We may have talked about this because I think we were still recording at that time. Um, and I kind of wanted to see which teams. I was considered a contender in which teams I was, you know, in the middle of the pack and which teams I just needed to destroy and rebuild because I have a difficult time. I'm overconfident when it comes to my team. So when you my, say my ability say to destroy, turn a team around. So when you say destroy and rebuild, is that like completely burn it to the ground and rebuild it? Is that what you do? Or are you, is there certain pieces you keep? Uh, well, absolutely. There's pieces you keep like your, your league that I took. Well, I wouldn't even say I took over a team. You guys threw a bunch of free agents on a team and said, here, here's your team. Yeah. that We had to expand and it was late getting there, but you've, I know I will say this. I will say this. You have done miraculous with that team. Well, I to be what it was and to be a playoff potential team, you'd have to have a big week this week, but that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So it was a free agent team, basically. Yeah. We're two free agent. Um, I think somebody actually paid for the dude, the other dude's league fee. Yeah, because he wasn't for sure he wanted to play. So Chris paid for his, they worked together. So. Well, I was not exactly – I don't know that I was exactly informed that my team would be made out of a wafer wire, basically. <laughs> I was told it was a crappy team. but uh, Oh, they're but, crappy. Well, here, here's the thing with that. And here, here is – and this is why I say this is one of my proudest achievements this year because I took a scrap heap team. I started 0-4. You did. That's expected from a scrap heap team. Now I did draft CD Lamb. I drafted some some other good pieces. Yeah. Now let's um, let's. Your draft was out with the rest of us. It was just yeah. the initial team that you didn't have a part of. So but, you know, I I didn't even get the first or second pick either. <laughs> True. You was what 11, 12? 11 and twelve. Yeah, eleven and twelve. So not only you, did we get crappy teams, but we also got crappy draft picks. Who did you draft at eleven? Uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Yeah. So, so just real quick, I, I've kind of reworked this roster in my image here. Um, my IR is absolutely a, a landmine. Like, I have everybody on IR, basically. Yeah, I have quite a few as well. Um, really, my, 
my taxi squad is not looking so hot. I took a bunch of, of, of shots and they're not looking so hot. Uh, <laughs> but but my team has come together pretty well. So my quarterbacks, uh, I ended up with Teddy B. I, I think I, I got him, I had him and I have Jimmy G. So those two have done okay. PJ Walker was actually a good pickup for me. Yeah, I did have I did have Andy Dalton on my team. Um so so that's gotten me some some work. Uh, Antonio Gibson was my third round selection, and he has been probably my best player of the last few weeks. Um, he he's been now. I did make some trades. I made I traded my second rounder, I think, for a quarterback because I needed one bad. I think some of the other people knew that I got a trash heap of, of a team, so they felt bad for me. Um, but I, th- I my receivers are really actually good, and and part of the reason I think why. The team isn't as as maybe terrible as I'm painting it as it be because you have limits on how many of each position you're allowed to stash. So, right. Which is one thing that annoys the hell out of me about the league. Well, see, that's something that may change because okay. when we started this, we wanted to get to a certain number of owners and because we started with like eight, and then we yeah. added two. I think a few years ago we added two, and then we lost an owner because he said he didn't have time to continue. So we had to look for an ex- uh, owner to take over the team, and then um, then we finally got our eight that we wanted, and now we got it's what ten teams, yeah. So we got two more. So now we'll be looking to change some things. Yeah. Or, I'm it's sorry, yeah. we went from eight to ten to twelve. Sorry. So yeah. now we'll be looking to do some bigger rosters. Because the intention is to, yeah, yeah, yeah. the intention with the uh, roster limits and stuff, and some of the rules, is to force owners to make hard decisions instead of kind of hoarding. Like if yeah. you want to pick somebody up, you're going to have to maybe cut somebody. And but that's the thing. I've 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 had to make some hard moves, like especially a wide receiver, because my See, receivers, I love them, but like if one of them's hurt. Or on a buy, it was like, oh my god, because like I have Debo, I have Debo and Curtis Samuel, I have C.D. Lamb, Deontay Johnson, and Jamison Crowder, and really this year, like Lamb in the beginning of the season was red hot, but since Dak got hurt, he's sucked. I mean, Deontay Johnson's been hurt all year, Crowder's been hurt all year, Mm -hmm. Samuel's come on the last few weeks, and, and Debo's been hurt all year pretty much, so. You know, I've been picking up guys, you know. The one nice thing is I'm allowed to, like, work the IR, which is really where I do my best work. Right. On Sunday mornings is where I I, I, <laughs> right. I, I find the guy. When they're ruled out, I, rule, I, I follow the rules that are in my league, and I put them on IR. And then I pick up people that I think might have a good week or I think – could be a one to two week rental or, and see how they work out. So, um, but yeah, this has been one of my proudest uh, accomplishments is taking a, a free agent team. And I am on the doorstep of the playoffs. You are, you're very close. You very, I'm beating, close. I'm beating two established teams in my division by yes. two full games. And getting back to died. that during our, during our off season, I kind of, I kind of spaced things out to keep the league active. Cause I, as you know, when the offseason hits, a lot of leagues go dormant or go dead. There's no activity. So I kind of keep stuff planned during the offseason. So, of course, now that we got you and uh, – um, oh, 
I forgot his name. Our other new owner, I can't completely blank. But now we got y'all. We'll be doing some roster expanding and stuff like that. But like our taxi squad, you can keep a rookie or you can keep a player for two years on your taxi squad as long as he doesn't score 30 points as a rookie. So if you're looking at me, I've got pretty good wide receivers, but I have three rookie receivers, including Henry Ruggs and um, LaVisca Chenault. So this coming off season, when I say, okay, we got to clear our taxi, I'm either going to have to cut two of my stars that I'm of that I'm starting, or I'm going to have to cut those two because they're going to be over 30. So there's going to be players out there for people to have. Yeah. I mean, I have, I kept JJ Arcega Whiteside from, from last year. Yeah. So yeah. What a, what a crowning achievement that's been. I'm just going to, I think a lot of people out. missed on him. The Eagles missed on that. <laughs> big time, big time. I, I saw that uh, the other night during the game, they mentioned how DK Metcalf was selected after oh JJ Ortega Whiteside. Oh my which god, is just amazing! Yeah, DK Metcalf is is a beast. He was I, a you know what? Too, though, wasn't he? Some, some people need to pump the brakes on him, though. I saw him in the uh, I think it was DFL's ADP as the second overall ADP. Like Ugh. overall, like not just receiver. Oh, overall. number two overall player? Yes, behind CMC. And I'm like, whoa. No, no, no. No, no, no. Wow. He's good. I, I don't know that you can trust him to dominate every game, though, because there's been a couple games this season where it's been a locket game. Or it's right, been a exactly. DJ Moore game or a Chris Carson game. So, I mean, I don't trust this. I mean, maybe it's my bias because – well, I'm, I'm slightly biased against the Seahawks just because I, I I see how they like to operate. They don't really care about your name necessarily. Not that they're going anywhere, but the fact that he might not get fed the ball 15 times like some of these other receivers do. Right. Right. Exactly. But we have spent way too long talking about this. You're obviously in first place because you stack the league and – well, yeah, of course. You've been listening to Jeff, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, an interesting conversation. Let's, uh, yeah, our uh, our league chat is something to uh, – it's not for the faint of heart. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> it's not. It, it's kind of entertaining. Although sometimes, man, it's early in the morning you guys start with the – Well, some yeah. of us work late shift, and yeah. I think Todd's on the like a third shift, and then I mean, I'll I don't get I – don't, I don't get interrupted by that. Good. So, real quick, I know we talked a lot about that league. Um, okay. Just looking at overall, most of my contenders, which is, you know, I, I'm looking at about, if I had to put percentages on it, I would say about a good 66% of my leagues I consider myself a, a decent contender in. So, about two thirds of them. Um, some of them I'm a weak right. succeed or I'm a we or I'm just out of it. Like there's no coming back. Um, there's one league in particular, everybody, I won the championship last year. I, I made a trade for Zach Ertz. We talked about that on the show and I've actually become one of the worst teams <laughs> in the league. Am I in that league? No, no. Okay. But I, I am, I am, um, I have Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. My running backs have hurt me this year because Mark Ingram has fallen off the map. 
Uh, but I have Lamar Jackson, who hasn't been any good. And Zach Ertz has been hurt. So every all of my stud players and Galladay's been hurt the entire year practically. Yes. I read a funny tweet. It said uh, something about Kenny G. You, you can stop faking your injury. Uh, Patricia's gone. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so, but I would say about 66% of my leagues, I am a, a top contender for. I mean, a couple of those might be a little weaker teams or I might have run into some injuries. But a couple of these teams, I've been winning despite not having key pieces. Like a few of these teams, I had McCaffrey on. And I've been just hovering above water, trying, you know, making right. it work. I, and a couple of them I got Mike Davis and a couple of them I didn't. So it's been uh, right. it's, it's been a war of attrition this year because you always got to you got to watch the injuries. You got to watch the COVID outbreaks. Um, and one of the things I've learned and one of the things I've gotten criticized for is uh, stacking up on quarterbacks. You can never have too many. And super flex, you can never have too many. And that's the one thing I think because my one league, I had, I came into the, the year with Lamar Jackson and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick went down, but I kept accumulating quarterbacks. And I, I had a bunch of backup quarterbacks as well. So Brett Rippon filled in for me one week. Nick Mullins has filled in for me for a few weeks now. So holding on to those backup, those valuable backups. Um, can help so um, but IDP wise I mean there really hasn't been I mean just reflecting back on the season Ty Tyrell Adams is probably the biggest biggest waiver ad of the season he's still oh, yeah. available in some leagues which is crazy I know, yeah I, I, know. Put a, I put a bid in for him in one league um that's popping up soon actually well by the time you listen this will be soon um Recently, Cameron Curl is another one that I've been mm -hmm. gathering. I mean, it's probably too late in your leagues if you're playing in deeper leagues for these guys. But I think those have been really – is there anybody else that's really worth – I mean, Singleton, I think, is another one that's come out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few that's made their spots here and there, but I think those are three of the main those ones, are, really. Those are the only ones that really I think are worth picking up. I mean – Looking at defensive end, I don't think there's anybody that's been an impact free agent that you could have gotten off the wire. That's been defensive worth tackle. You Foley Fatuski or Fatuski? Yeah, whatever. Is he, really, is, is he really going to hang around though? I don't know, but he's had a number of sacks the last few weeks. So he's you know the last four or five weeks he's been a pretty good option. So yeah, I mean I, the, the <laughs> problem with D tackle is you, you you can have your boom games if you're not right if you're, if, if you're not. Buckner, if you're not Donald, are you really going right. to do it every week? No, not really. Um, yeah, but I mean, defensive tackle and 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 defensive right. end. I don't think there's really been a lot waiver wise that's really going to affect your team much. Right. Yeah, not a whole lot. There's a few. Um, one that could hit well. Somebody mentioned it to me. My thoughts, and it's Xavier McKinney. He came back last week. He only yeah. played a handful of snaps. I think he played like five defensive snaps, ten special teams. Only had the one tackle. Glad he's back because he was a piece that I was counting on in a lot of my leagues. And unfortunately, with the injury, I've not been able to utilize him. But yeah, I would pump my brakes on him though because 
he's missed the whole season basically. So he's got rust to work off. I know he's super talented and he's been in the playbook, I'm sure, and studying, but I would pump the brakes on trying to rely on him. Well, I don't um, think anybody I don't think you're gonna rely on him. If you are, then you're probably out of the contention anyway at this point. Well, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. You probably have somebody in there better to play, right? Yeah, and he didn't tell me what his team looked like. He just said, "What do you think about McKinney the rest of the season, possible starter?" And I was like, "Eh." Yeah. I mean, he's—they're going to throw him out there. They're going to see what oh, yeah. they have. They, they're going to evaluate um, as as a lot of teams do this time of year. And that's what's one thing you, you got to be leery of is the teams that are terrible. Th- there could be some crazy stuff. Yep. With yep. their with their lineup decisions, with all their stuff, because they could just I don't know they, they could yeah they just <laughs> they make me nervous because bad teams they want to explore and see what they got yep. so and then when you get closer to the end of the season, Steelers for example. Who's you know if they've got a big enough lead, who's to say they don't start resting some players and you know you well, got to see. Here's where I, I am am a little bit not worried about the Steelers uh, because you have the Kansas City Chiefs breathing down their throat neck, right? Um, so because they're breathing down their neck, they want that buy, especially since they had that early buy with the Texans, right? I mean, you could argue they basically had a bye this week because they didn't play for a week and a half. But now they're playing them a kind of a short week. Uh, this week against the Washington Redskins or, or Washington football team. Sorry, <laughs> old old habits die young. They'll have their hands full with them. That um, defense will be on them. Now, by the way, offense can do anything. That's another question. But by the way, you you still have your your team as the Washington R words on. on on our league. I do? You do. You should change to the football team. Did you hear that they're actually thinking about keeping the football team as the, the, the I, I have heard that, but I was... I, I actually kind of like it. I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, what's it? Oh, man. Like the soccer teams where it's the New York Football Club or, you know, I don't know their names, but what, you know what I mean. What soccer? You know, that's that pretend football that People, some people like it's a round ball instead of a oblong, and yeah. it's checkerboarded, and yeah, you know that fake thing. Never, never heard of it. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't watch it. Sorry. And we lost all our viewers. <laughs> I, I don't think so because. <laughs> This is a IDP fantasy football podcast. Well, listeners is what I meant to say. <laughs> this isn't really, yeah, yeah. If we're talking about soccer, there's something in trouble. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those three waiver pickups are really, if you picked any of them up, that you've plugged them in and played them. Um, you know, and looking, just looking, I mean, actually, I'm sorry, Trey Hendrickson might have been one, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people did own him. Um. Early in the season, mainly because Davenport was hurt, so he was the backup at the time. I mean, I still don't think he has lit up the. I mean, he has nine and a half sacks, but he's been numbers. everything that they've wanted Davenport to be, though. Yeah, 
Yeah. Get you, get you about 10 sacks. I mean, he's out sacking uh, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. So. Yep. And just looking at some numbers here, you know, TJ White leads the league with 11 sacks. You know, surprise, surprise. Uh, he's pretty good at football. A little bit. Miles um, Garrett actually probably could be leading if he didn't come down with COVID or whatever. You know, he was on the COVID list, whether he had it or not. He may have been asymptomatic or whatever. Um, conspicuous by his absence at the top of the heap here is Shaq Barrett, who nearly um, was was chasing the record last year. I think it's safe to say that six sacks where he's at right now is probably more his 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 game. Yeah, I th- you know I wrote an offseason Shaq Barrett sack. I just. I just not that I wasn't saying he was a bust or anything, but I just think when you hit that high of a level of a number, when you're hitting twenty, basically, you had what nineteen and a half. Yeah. When you hit that kind of number, it's it's very hard to maintain or repeat that. I, I hate outside linebackers that rush. I try not to draft them unless you're unless your scoring is tweaked that much to right. To help those out, and in some leagues they are scored, they are cranked up. The sacks get real cranked up. So if you get a sack, you're basically scoring, you know, twenty points on a on a sack. Um, right. If that's the case, then obviously you, you play those guys. But um, you know, looking at my points in my leagues from those players, I mean, Shaq Barrett's actually been a good all around player this year. He hasn't just been that sack guy. Right. Um, so he's been more balanced, I think, this year than just a sack boom bust guy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Cleo Max quietly had six and a half sacks. I didn't even realize. Yeah, he's been a he's very season. he's been very forgettable this year. He has, um, which isn't normally what you expect out of a top guy. Um, Leonard Floyd has filled in nicely for Dante Fowler in L.A. He's got seven sacks. Uh, Carrie Hyder taking the place of Nick Bosa. That may have been a waiver wire earlier in the season. A lot of people picked yeah. up. Yeah, that may have been. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of these guys I forgot about. I guess. Yeah, me too. I mean, Emmanuel Ogba, people probably owned. Most likely, yes. I didn't, I didn't feel very confident about him ever, but he's got eight sacks this year. He's made some plays. Yep. Um, JPP has. Uh, Re re emerged with eight and a half sacks so far, right. and uh, one of the Smith brothers is having a, a good time. Although the other one ran back a, a an interception or a fumble the other day. Right. And speaking but, of one of our leagues we're in together, we are at the Seek and Destroy League. Uh, we are in a yeah, I know we're in a neck and neck race here for a playoff spot, and. You're well, we're both in the playoffs. I think we're both. Yeah, in. I think. Actually, you know what? That's that's. I thought I was doing a little better in that league, actually, because the standings aren't on the front page. I find it in leagues if the standings aren't on the front page, I never look at them. So uh, let's yeah, say, I am. Yeah, you're eight and four. I'm seven and five, and the division leaders got the best record. Looks like at ten and two. Uh, yeah, another I, ten and, and two. Yeah, in that league, I'm the four seed that I've record. So you, I think, may be the. F- I'm the fifth seed. So if I'm, you're, 
I'm the fourth or fifth because uh, our buddy Sipes is uh, the fifth, fourth or fifth seed. I have him by points. So if it's if points the tiebreaker, then I have him by points. By so I would margin. be the sixth seed then. So you would be yes, the sixth yeah. seed. So you would make the playoffs, and you would play the third seed, which is uh, looking like uh, Dabari. Oh, oh, let that happen. Our defending champion in this league. He beat Mm -hmm. me in the finals last year. So, yeah. And he seems to be the hot team right now with six wins in a row. So, yeah. I did make a small trade in that league. I don't know if you noticed it a couple weeks ago. I gave up like a third rounder for Gronk. Ooh. I needed a I needed a sec it's a start to tight end and I have like fifteen tight ends in this league, but none of them are any good. <laughs> so I mean I thought David Njoku would be good, but uh he wasn't. Yeah, but the, yeah, I'm, I've been um uh, although I, I must say I enjoy I loved my pickup of um Singleton a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. I got Singleton. I have TJ Edwards too, so I can kind of roll with him. Um, Walker should actually pick back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took over a good team, so I don't want to act like you know I built this team. I took over a really good team, so and I've been very, uh, I was very blessed to get such a good team, yep. and I've just, I've just managed it pretty well and kept it afloat, I guess. And actually, over the last. Three weeks, I think. Me and you has faced each other a number of times over various leagues. Yeah, um, we have. We, we probably split, I would say. Yeah, I think we have we, two. We've um, probably split over the. We are both. Uh, we're both contenders in the money league. You're actually the division leader, and I'm right behind you with a, a game yeah. back. So my my quarterbacks need to get healthy. Because that's been my strength in that league, and I don't know. It's a, you could start up to three. Yeah, I know. Which is crazy. Yeah, I finally made a trade and got Philip Rivers, which I know ain't the greatest, but at least it helped me a little bit. Uh, yeah, you need you need quarterbacks in that league or else. Yeah, definitely have to have them. Um, of course, we faced each other in my league. I think we faced each other in the listener league not long ago, too. So, yeah, I think we yeah, faced think each other quite a bit. You mean the listener league, I'm pretty sure. Yep, and I think we're both in the playoffs there. Yep. Um, in the listener league, I am. Uh, let's see. Of course, I, find it. I don't think it's going to matter because Fantasy Ray is running away with it. He is undefeated right now. Make that is true. <sighs> Twelve so, yeah, and 0. in the IDP Nation League, I started at three and one. Again, this is a league where I am down McCaffrey, and I'm still seven and five. And McCaffrey was a big piece. I've been down Ayuk. I've been down um, a couple of my wideouts and stuff uh, pretty much all season. Like I've, I've just, you know, and I, I can't, I'm not complaining because everybody is is facing those things. Um, right. You know, people facing Drew Locke, you know. Yeah. They had Drew Locke last weekend that were expecting to be able to play him. And then, you know. And you this can't. is like you were mentioning a while ago about in my league, you were you were kind of glad of it. This is one that I'm kind of glad of because I was struggling and still kind of struggling at the running back position, and I've yet 
somehow to manage to navigate to a division lead right now at eight and four in my division. So, um, yeah, you're second at seven and five right behind Fantasy Ray, which right now I don't think anybody on either division's got a shot outside of him because he is just rolling right now. Yeah. You know what's embarrassing? I don't think either one of us made the playoffs in the uh, IDP Invitational. Oh, I know I didn't. Let's not even discuss that. <laughs> Let's not even discuss that. Yeah. I mean, I fit. I finished strong. If we had a couple more weeks, I'm actually, I didn't. I lost four. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I thought I finished strong. Uh, yeah, I, I was three and nine. So, man, I... the bottom of that, I mean, we were in the toughest divisions, I think, those two. We were, um, but still, man, I was just, ugh, that thing was, uh, I mean, I scored more points than the two people ahead of me in record. So I've, I came up against, I mean, I, I was, my point differential was 400. So people came at, at me to try to beat me. Yeah. I mean, like uh, in my division, I was, I finished at four and eight, which is horrible. Uh, yeah. Mike Wallert was five and seven. Eric, our finished, buddy from IDP, was three and Eric. nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were. had some, our our good fan, uh, good fan, good listener Sean, who always following us, he's seven and five in that league. So yeah, Sean uh, seven and five. AJ from the Aussie guys, uh, yeah, was ten and two. I think he is the leader of the entire thing here. He was undefeated. I thought actually Brad Lovelock is also was also ten and two. Yeah, actually Fernando A is eleven and one. So he's oh really? Actually, he, he's in the yellow division. Oh yeah, I see it now. So, uh, so yeah. So one good thing about this though, I'm seeing a lot of fans as they're listed here, you know, yeah. listeners, a lot of those are kicking our so-called industry, butts. you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, the fun of the, the league like this is, you know, it's, you know, I don't know. I have realized that I, I'm just a guy that plays fantasy football that happens to talk every once in a while. Yeah, me too. I mean, you look, the yellow division <laughs> is leading, a fan's leading it. Uh, the purple is a fan. Uh, the red is a fan. Um, the blue, uh, there's two fans at uh, four yeah, and there's five. Two. But Johnny the Greek is leading the blue division. But if you look at the green division, the top four are all fans. Yeah. So, you know, you look at uh, the purple, the top three are fans. Uh, orange, the top two are fans. I mean, uh, and then the black, we have a fan at three and four. So good to see those guys doing so well because my buddy Donnie. Yeah. But uh, I'm in league with is uh, tied for the top of the orange here. So yeah, I recognize a lot of names here. I mean, not not just guys we uh, we work with at the site, but other other guys from other sites and things that like that. Yeah, and a lot of our listeners I see on here too. I so. kind of I kind of forgot because I you know I go through it. I set my lineups, and that's what I focus on during the season. Right. That's why I think it, it's such a bear during the season to to try to do anything besides manage your teams. I mean, if you have fifty teams like we do, right. It's it's a lot of work just to keep up with that. I think one of the things, and, and I've I've kind of, you know, not really being as involved this year during the in season stuff. I've, I've I haven't even read a whole lot of other people's stuff. 
I've just realized that I, I just have strategies I use and I try to gain those, you know, I try to use those strategies. Like I said to you, Sunday mornings, you know, a lot of leagues are first come, first saw, first serve. You don't have to worry about fighting people if you're right. up early. And I'm up early on Sunday mornings anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can pick, you can kind of get the whole injury landscape and, you know, you can put guys on IR if your league allows it, if they're out. You, know, yep. you, can, you can juggle some stuff around, pick up some free agents uh, in best ball leagues, especially. You, you want to make sure every every guy on your team is going to have a chance to at least play. You know, you want obviously the best chance to score, but you know, taking right. picking up a Jakeem Grant on Sunday morning is something that yeah could work out for you. You know, he could get you nothing, but he could get you you know two catches for you know hundred and five yards and touchdown. But um, but yeah, as we get into the playoff time, I think one of the things that I like to do this time of year is take stock of some of my teams. I know a lot of the, the trading deadlines are passed. I like to do this a little bit before the trading deadline. Right. I know uh, some leagues don't have trading deadlines, which is fine. Um, I kind of prefer those because as some people said, um, you know, it keeps everybody active all year. My one, uh, hitch about trading deadlines that I, I don't like trading during championship week. Right. Because I've seen some lopsided trades during championship week that it's like, dude's trying to buy a championship. Like, and, and I get it. You know, you make the championship, you try to do whatever it takes to win, but I almost feel like some of the lower teams just will, you know, like take anything like, uh, give me a first for your, you know, whatever. So I, I think during the championship game, there shouldn't be any trades. Even, even I, I'm okay with pausing the trades during the, the playoffs. Cause I think the playoffs, it should be on merit of how you got there. Right. Not necessarily because you can swindle somebody for, for something <laughs> in the future, for something now, you know? Right. I mean, if it's a backup quarterback or something like that, I can get that. But like, I mean, I've seen some some trades that have completely changed the playoffs in the in years oh, yeah. past. Like somebody's trading for an absolute stud, and I'm like, "Yeah, that is such crap." <laughs> you know, this person made this trade because they're out of it, and I guess I don't know. We had an issue in my one league, and I think I brought it up on Twitter. I think you responded uh, <laughs> to, to lynch them or to, to 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 burn them at the stake or something like that. Who what? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, but it was it was, and I don't necessarily think it was renting a player, but the way the trades went down, it looked like renting a player. So. Yeah. Player renting should never be allowed in any leagues, <laughs> and that's what I tried to yeah. explain to the, yeah, I've to had the guys. Some shady owners in the past. Well, that's what I tried to explain to the guys that I'm like, you're, you're basically, and it's not like I mean, I would be okay even if the team that was giving the player to rent got like a first round pick or a second round pick as a you know kickback from it. I'd almost say, okay, you got something out of it. 
and you got the player back, I guess. I don't know, but I don't know. I still don't think I'd be okay with it, but like the funny thing is uh, the, the teams, the team that did it was trying to, to get back at me because I smartly picked up Taysom Hill off of waivers and they were, they were, they were, they were mad because, because I had too many good players. So why didn't I leave my waivers? Oh, shoot. I'm like, this is a competition. Like, I had an empty roster spot, and it's a super flex. Obviously, a lot of these guys have not played in super flex leagues before, and I'm in, like, 20 of them. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I hear a quarterback is going to start, and I just jump on it. Like, Jameis wow. was already owned in the league, so – I didn't even really think about Taysom Hill starting until I got the news and I was sitting at my computer. So I went in and grabbed him and I had an empty roster spot and, or I had somebody I could drop. I think I dropped Joshua Kelly cause he's, he's dead to me, dead to me now. <laughs> Perhaps. This, is a, this is a shallower league too. So I wouldn't normally drop rookie running backs, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, we, we just, you, you play the game you accumulate assets like yeah, I, and I, I and I exchange I try to explain it to him I said and what happens when Justin Herbert gets hurt what happens when Kyler Murray gets hurt what happens if two of my quarterbacks go down then I'm I'm screwed I'm I'm trying to win in week 16 right you know winning in week 12 okay sure great I won a game if I need to win the game to get in the playoffs then it's really great I, I'm, I'm playing to win in week 16 I'm not playing to win in, in week, you know, one, you win week one. Great. That's one, you know, you're one to know that week. Right. You know, you're playing to win week 16 and that's where, you know, I kind of look, I, this is where I start to look at defensive matchups. If you're in team defense leagues, I know they suck, <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm still in some redrafts um, and redrafts. I'm terrible at redraft. That's, that's what the, um, the IDP Invitational is basically a redraft, and my brain is not wired for redraft anymore. So yeah, mine ain't either. It's, I find it difficult. I'm so used to. It's tough. How I don't even enjoy the players. Yeah, I mean, I just can't even. I don't even look at how players are valued the same because I'm so dynasty oriented. I'm just like that's the problem. Is I'm looking ahead. I'm looking at next year. I'm looking at okay, how's their career going to be for the next three? And exactly trying to go through it. We did have a couple questions that I wanted to get to. Uh, we're going to kind of, I don't know. I mean, you can add some stuff here, but uh, okay. we had two questions and these guys aren't necessarily rookies, but uh, one of them is not. Uh, but Jordan Fuller, Jalen Johnson, and uh, CD Deuce, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I think he's a second year player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, rank them in fantasy relevance long term. Chauncey Gardner. Jordan Fuller, and who was the third one? Uh, Jalen Johnson, corner for the Bears. Jalen Johnson. The the guy that basically thudded uh, Lazard legally, uh, mind you, but put a hurting on him, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, if if it's a position-specific league, I really like Jalen Johnson. He's going to be good. Uh, If not, I would probably go Fuller, Probably uh, Gardner Johnson and then Jalen Johnson. 
But if it's a position specific league, oh yeah, I'd definitely bump JJ way up there because he he's really good. See that that's I mean that's how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at um at uh Fuller first, because Fuller has for all intents and purposes has the job. Like when he's healthy, he's out yep. there. It doesn't yep. matter if Rap is healthy or not, he's <laughs> the guy out there. Um, looking at Fuller, the one thing I'm concerned a little bit about Fuller is uh, he doesn't have a huge tackle floor. Um, CD Deuce, however, has 44 tackles so far this year. He's just not a big playmaker. Um, he does have one interception, one sack. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, though, if uh, he is being groomed to take um Malcolm Jenkins's job when when he's when he moves on. I mean, I think Jenkins Jenkins is still playing at a high level, don't get me wrong. Um in fact, Malcolm Jenkins, let's see. He's got 42 tackles. So actually Jauncey's out tackling him, but I think yeah, you know, Malcolm's probably one of the, you know, him and Demario Davis are the captains of the team. Uh but I'm trying to find Fuller's Stats here. But yeah, I like Fuller. I, I think if it's just a basic league, yeah. basic positions, you go Fuller. If it's position specific and you get that cornerback premium scoring, I think you got to look at JJ. Um, and I I'm think not really Chauncey Gardner, I think he's the second guy either way. So yeah, it's funny because Rap actually has taken the since since Fuller's gotten hurt, he's actually taken the lead on tackles. But Fuller uh, missed a chunk of games. Um, he got hurt really early on against the Bills, and then was out for two games, basically two full games. I think Played, they need to find a way to get both of them on the field, Rap and Fuller, as long as they're healthy. You know, I'm not sure that that's. That's not already happening um, because I mean, rap is still getting his. I mean, Johnson is is you know staying on the field the most, but like rap will have like one tackle, like the one tackle game against Seattle. Rap's on IR now, so Fuller's got right. to keep fully. Uh, it's kind of worked out where they've gotten hurt at different times, but um, you know, one one point against the Seahawks and then done and done with a knee injury. I mean, I think Fuller. Being a rookie and considering Burgess was the rookie that I thought was going to be the better guy, um, it really irritated me because I, you know, hitched my uh, third round pick and Fuller was a sixth round pick. Right. So you wonder, you wonder what the team, the team saw the same thing I saw, but I guess once they got on the field and started playing, they just liked Fuller. Maybe. Maybe it's that Burgess is more of a replacement for Johnson and Fuller's more of a free Could safety. Be. Like so. Could be. Could be. Yeah, never know. I'm not at practice. Right. So. We'd like but, to be, but we're not. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to be, but in the day of social distancing, that's sure as hell ain't gonna happen. So um I think I think any three of those three are worth a gamble, really. I mean 
I got, got the same order out. though. I, I like Fuller, Fuller, CD Deuce, and uh, Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a start sit question: Okariki, Jamie Collins, AJ Johnson, Deion Jones, and Alden Smith. He has to start two. This is at Barry Baker eight six six four here with the questions. Mm, who was it again? Alden Smith, uh, Okariki, Alden uh, Okariki, Jamie Collins, AJ Johnson, Deion Jones, and Alden Smith. Ooh. I go Dion Jones. You're probably going to disagree with me here, but I'm going AJ Johnson. Mm, I'm not really going to disagree with you much, but uh, let me take a look at some, some numbers here. I'm, I'm gonna. I should look this up earlier since. And I, while you're doing that, I'm gonna do a little plug for us. Go. For um, it. As we mentioned, if you are a Patreon, you already know this, and we have a new sponsor. It's called Action Twenty Four Seven. Uh, they are a local gambling site out of Nashville. Uh, it's run by Nashville or by Tennesseans, for Tennesseans. It's got all the same uh, lines and games that you'll find on your big sites, except this is just a local thing. Um, and you can use our promo code Hollywood100 right now, and they'll give you a 100% match on um, – your deposit up to, I want to say 150, I think it is. Um, but yeah, it's easy to use. Nice, clean site. They have some free stuff. If you, if you don't like to, uh, uh, lay down the actual greenbacks and, um, I, I like it. I've been using it a lot. Very easy to use, simple to find everything. They do all the sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, soccer, uh, boxing, uh, all that good stuff. And today between now and between now and Saturday morning, they're giving away Titans tickets to the Cleveland game this Sunday. So if you'll go on my page and find that, I retweeted it, and I'll try to pin it to my page here in a minute. But you can go on that and just retweet it, like the tweet, and uh, I think you got to tag three people, and then they're going to draw Saturday morning. They're going to give tickets away to the uh, to the Titans versus Cleveland game. So they've got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of, they had some black Friday deals. I'm sure they'll do something for Christmas, but it's, it's a new site that opened up once gambling become legal here in Tennessee. And uh, if you uh, like to uh, dabble in that, or as they say, if that interests you, then uh, definitely go check them out and uh, be sure to use the promo code Hollywood 100. See so all down there still going to sporting events and stuff. Yeah, but it's limited. You know, only so many can get in. <laughs> no, nah, no, I'm just joking. Uh, so Okariki is a definite no for me because he's hurt, and I don't think he's going to play this weekend. From what yeah, I, I read. thought he was, um, I, I thought that's who I was read. I wanted to make sure before I started, you know, talking about it. Um, I think it's a no doubt you go with AJ Johnson actually, and you may, you know, you're saying I might disagree with you. He's, you know, got 62 tackles on the season. He's like fifth in tackles, sixth in tackles in the league. So um, that's what I look for. And anything on top of that is just cream. Um, I, I think the other spot, um, uh, can we get back to the question here. Uh, the other spot, I, I, I've been partial to Jamie Collins this year. He has been a, a big playmaker for Detroit 
Um, let me find him real quick here. He has. He's been uh, – I don't know. I kind of think Jamie Collins is kind of gets overlooked, underrated in a way. It seems like he's been in the league for 50 years is how I kind of put it. He's only 30. I know. He's, he's gotten at least four tackles in his last four games. He had nine. He had a huge game against the football team. Um, had a poor game against the Falcons. I mean, they're playing the Bears um, this week. The Bears will probably run. I look at it as uh, Trubisky is going to make some mistakes. <laughs> Oh yeah, so Jamie Collins is. could be the beneficiary of one of those. Um, he doesn't really rush, so you're not looking at that stuff, but you're looking at an interception. He does have um, one of those this year, and he gets some forced fumbles too. Yeah, I mean he, he has, has a, a he has a little knack for making a big play, you know. Just yeah, and sometimes those big plays are worth big points. So, so you're going Deion Jones and AJ Johnson. Yeah. Well, uh, I hear you going with. Yeah, I say Deion Jones because I think probably where most or managers have him, where most managers drafted him or what they have invested in him, you kind of got to start him. But yeah, but I mean, I, I look at Deion Jones. He has had some good games against. I mean, they played the Saints two weeks ago, and against the Saints, had five tackles and a sack. Um. Right. Had a good game. That's, you know, a modest seven and a half points in a low scoring system. Right. Um, is that any better than what Jamie Collins is going to give you? Uh, I think AJ Johnson's the lock. I think you definitely have to start him. And then, yep. I do too. He's just, the, he's going to get you the tackles. And I'm going Collins still. Collins okay. is scoring a little bit more than, uh, well, he's, he's got more tackles than. He has no. more than Jones? He has more than Jones. Jones oh, wow. has more big plays. See, and I think maybe that's what I'm thinking too because, some, you know, a lot of our leagues, interceptions, sacks, stuff like that, they score a premium. So uh, I, I'm going to stick with Jones. I think those big plays is what he gets you. And then I AJ still think Jones, Collins, Collins is playing against Trash Bisky. So come trash <laughs> trash Bisky. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Uh, it's not a bad choice, but I, I'm just going to stick with Jones. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you keep an eye on um, injury reports and stuff because you know, I, I if think, there's an injury anywhere, that could impact that. But I think yeah, for I th now it's A.J. Johnson. Yeah, I think A.J. Johnson's the definite player here. And then just on your preference, it's Collins or Deion Jones. And to be honest, I think both of those are kind of close, so it's kind of a coin flip in a way. I yeah, I think – I mean, you, you can't go wrong, I don't think, with either one. I think Jones, you, you can see in recent history, a decent game, five tackles and a sack against the Saints last time played. You figure it's going to be Taysom Hill again. It's going to be a similar game plan. Um, you'd think they won. So. Should, yeah. They won pretty big from what I remember. So, uh, so yeah. You're no eight, no uh, Julio Jones on the opposite side of the ball, probably. All right. So yeah, it could it could get interesting, but but I don't know that about I don't know. You have anything else for us? 
You, you plugged our sponsor here. Plugged our sponsor, which, yeah. Which and team our sponsor is not outside of Tennessee, but right. Hey. Well, we do have one more we can plug now that, and this is a perfect uh, episode to do this since we're talking about uh, fantasy playoffs. Playoffs. We, playoffs. Um, but yeah, now that we're closing in, I think most. I have a few leagues that are actually starting playoffs this week. Some are starting next week, maybe some the week after. But anyway, you want to crown your champion. You want to give him something nice. Go to trophysmack.com and get all your fantasy hardware trophies, plaques, belts, rings. We've showed you some of the merchandise with the rings. Uh, the belts are nice. Uh, they have about anything and everything you can think of. So, that right now is my pinned tweet. You can go over to uh, my Twitter handle and find that and click the link and you'll get a special uh, special rate for anything that you buy. And it helps us out here to cover some of our costs. We get a little kickback kick back off of it. So, uh, But yeah, the rings are nice. I, I still have one here where they sent for us to show off and it's, it's quality stuff. It's nice and heavy. It, it looks good, feels good. Um, and on their website, You've heard us discuss it a million times. The the belts are nice. The trophies are nice. I mean, everything they have is nice, but those belts are uh, they're kick ass. Yeah, I need a championship belt. Oh god, maybe I can, maybe I by the just, time my I turn that team around in the Couch Potatoes League, you I swear to God, buy me the belt. I'll wear. buy you the belt if you win the championship. But if you do the Aaron Rodgers crap, I will drive to Amish country and kill you. <laughs> Discount double check. Here. No, I can't. I can't handle that. It's out. Yeah. So, like, uh, like we said, you know, it, it's playoff time, and a lot of some of the most regular standard leagues, the playoffs start in week fourteen. It's a lot of these specialty leagues, like Scott Fishbowl and the IDP Invitational, and and some of these charity leagues that have you know over ninety teams in them are starting a bit early. I do have a couple leagues that are like 32 teamers that are starting early. So it, it's not uncommon for bigger leagues to start early because you have to whittle down so quickly. So, um, so yeah, um, th this is the time to definitely pay attention. Um, no, no Sunday morning hikes, uh, go to church Saturday night or, or go to church early Sunday morning. Uh, make sure <laughs> you don't miss anybody that's a surprise out. Um, you might see some of those um, pop up now because you might see some healthy scratches of some veterans that they want to see what they got in a younger guy since the time's running mm -hmm. down the season. So right. uh, just pay attention, especially the defensive side of the ball. Um, they don't talk about it on ESPN or NFL Network. <laughs> so you got to kind of follow um, follow Twitter, follow the – you know, Roto World, follow whatever it is uh, you go to to get your news. Look at all of the inactives, not just the headline offensive guys. I mean, that's that's information for all season, but this is crunch time. You can't afford to take zeros because you forgot oh, to do something. huge to take a zero now. That's because playoffs matter a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, if you've made it to this far and you're a playoff team, even if it's a a back end of the playoff team, you made the playoffs. So 
wild card teams win all the time. You, you don't have to, you know, your, your team, your, your fantasy team doesn't get the rest just because you earn a buy. It just means you don't get beat that week. That's the only thing it means, which buys are nice just because you, you can't be eliminated, but there are some teams that I've had, I'm outscored by hundreds. Like it seems like they all came at me with their best weeks. Like they tried to beat me by hundreds. So you really never know. Like, you know, you, you could have an undefeated team. And I've seen, I've, I've had an undefeated team beat in the playoffs by like a six seed because, you know, dumb luck, basically. So. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've got some powerhouse teams and I've got a few bottom feeder teams. I've got some middle teams. So, uh, be interesting to see yeah. this next week. Uh, I've got a few teams that uh, they're in the playoffs, but this week will be huge as far as where I get seated. I've, I've actually got one league. I don't think you're in it, um, but a win puts me in the top four and a loss would drop me all the way down to like nine or 10. Yeah. There's a couple that are, are we, we have a, a big chunk of teams. I mean, there's one league where uh, there's a lot of parity. Uh, there's, I'm eight and four and we're tied for first place. There's three people tied for first place. Right. So, I mean, and then right behind us, there's a bunch of people. It's there's a couple people, <laughs> at seven to five, a couple of people at six and six. It's like a really competitive league. Um, it's actually a league I'm in with uh, some Australians. It's all Australian except for me. Ooh, how did you manage that? Uh, there's a guy in one of my sleeper leagues, the Aussie 69ers um, <laughs> that, um, knows I know IDP and, and he, he knows I'm a good owner and, and we'll keep track and we'll, um, you know, stick with something. Uh, so it's a free league. It's just for fun league. And, uh, so he asked if I wanted to join. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I'm in a million <laughs> leagues. Let's set in one more lineup. And that's another, that's another one where I took a, a, a team that was not very good, had a, a couple good pieces. And um, it had Tyree Kill, which helped me win Ooh. this week, obviously. Boy, did he help me in my league. Woo. Yeah. But, I mean, it had some rough spots. I didn't have any quarterbacks, and now I got, like, two two or three quarterbacks. Right. Um, so, and I've, I've drafted pretty well. I've, I've, I've done pretty well with that league. Oh, so. I'm sorry. But uh, I started out 2-2 two and two in that league, and now I'm 8-4. and four. So nice. I've, kind of, I've kind of turned it around. Yeah, that's a good and, little run right there. The one league I'm probably is a Debbie league. And I think it's because some of my players have just started hitting. Right. Um, I started out 0 and 4. And now I'm 7 and 5, and then the six seed currently. Oh, wow. That's nice. So that's a team that can make some noise because I think I'm coming on at the right time. Uh, Kenyon Drake finally started playing decent. So that's just one thing that's helped. I have Tyreek Hill. I've. Um, Chris Godwin. So I have good players on that team. I've just been waiting for, for everything to kind of come together. Like I said, I started 0-4. There's a couple leagues I've started 0-4. And, and actually, the one third and three league, um, I started 0-4. I'm 5-8 and eight right now. But if I win this week, I could take the sixth seed. Oh, wow. Because I'm playing the team with the sixth seed. And we could flip. Oh, okay. 
So it's more likely that I lose because the other team that's also five and eight wins, but they have more points than me, which I right. get. So quick question. Um, this time of year, and I, mm -hmm. this is kind of a split question, and I'm sure we've talked about it in the past. Actually, I know we have, but playoff season, everybody knows where they're at, what their teams are. Yeah. If you're a playoff team – Actually, we'll do this as a three-parter. If you're a top contending team and you have a legit shot at the playoff uh, at the championship, or if you're just a fringe team, you know you make the playoffs but no real threat, or you're a team that's completely out of the playoffs. For those three, are you buying or selling picks right now? Is it the same for all three? Are you, are you looking at it differently? depending now on those three scenarios because I, I tend to look at it a little different. I don't want to say I'm done trading at this point. A lot of my leagues are shut down, trading shut down Thanksgiving. So true, a, lot of, a lot of leagues are like that where trading is shut down. If it's still open and if somebody gives me an offer, I can't refuse. I'm not going to turn it down. I, I don't like if I'm a not, if I'm a, if I'm not in contention, I don't want to be that guy that gives that gem of a piece up unless I'm getting like a Godfather offer, you know? Right. Yeah. If they're giving me like, uh, who, who's like, if they're giving me like Barkley for, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something like for, for Raheem Mostert, give me Barkley. Like, if they're willing to sacrifice the future for this year, then no, sure, man, I'll, I'll I'll take the the future asset if I'm out of it. If I'm a middle of the pack, I'm just I, I might look to gain a piece to help right. me push over. But the problem is, and this is where a lot of my teams in the in the middle of the pack are. I feel good about them, and I feel like they underperformed. Because like I'm looking at three of these teams, and I'm like, these are good teams. The one league I I started out three and four, and since Herbert took the job over, he's he's made me nine and seven. So I feel good about that team going into next year. Because I actually have torn off, you know, I've, I've I'm six and three. Actually, I'm I've won the last five. So I was right. four and seven after eight weeks, and I was nine and seven. So I've I've gone on a tear in that league and almost made the playoffs. But it's a big league and a lot of top team, a lot of top heavy teams. Um, I'm not really, I I don't really want to sell out just to try to win the championship because you have as much of a chance as that piece you're buying, not turn not doing it for you. Um, as as the, the players you already have on your exactly. team. Exactly. If you have a top, if I'm the number one seed, I'm yep. sitting pat because I'm the number one seed for a reason. Unless I have a huge injury that happens, you're the number one seed for a reason. You just start your studs. You don't worry about it. Right. If you lose, if you lose, it's just not in the cards for you. Yeah, that's, I think I mean, one that's... thing. That's one thing I've kind of learned over the years is, you know, there's nothing you can do about a player either getting hurt or just having a bad day. True. If it's a decent, I mean, unless it's a God awful matchup and it's like, you know, 90 degree wins and you should have benched him. You had a better choice than 
you know what? It just wasn't in the cards for you. And hopefully you make your money somewhere else if you're <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> playing this for money. <laughs> but I don't really, I, I, I don't really play fantasy football for the money. It's yeah. You win some money, you win some money, but um, I play to win because it's something I like to do. And, I like to win. I like to beat my friends. <laughs> that's why that's why the, my top two leagues I always look at are, are the two leagues I've been doing for the longest because I I like just beating with my friends. So I like beating you too. So well. I we got a Patreon show well. to do. Oh yeah, we do. So we gotta say goodbye to the uh the, the non Patreons. Yeah, the people that we like slightly less. Yes. We still like you, just slightly less. Yes, we still like you, just, you know, we, you know, here you are, and our Patreons are just well, a little bit higher on the totem pole. Well, they're, I don't know if my arm will extend that high, but yeah, that close. For, the, for those of you on YouTube, you've got the benefit of that. If you're not on YouTube, then you have no clue what he did. <laughs> and in their defense, I don't know what I did. <laughs> Do we ever know what Hollywood's doing? <laughs> Do we ever? Uh, eh. <laughs> so I cannot guarantee a show that I'll be on next week, but we'll see. We'll That's see right. Happens. I mean, we kind of talked about it, and you you kind of let everyone know. and uh, Yeah, I tried to give a heads up. I didn't think it would be this long of a break. but Yeah, and you know, we're, my apologies for not getting the keys and stuff sooner to get set up. But oh, uh, we had the keys. No, I gave him I gave him passwords way early on. Yeah, Maybe I have keys to show you. That's what I'm talking about to the show. So I would say I gave you all the information. The yeah, you did, but not to the to this part of it. So yeah. just a little mix up. And, I, and like I said, we didn't know if Dan was gonna be out this long, but the plan is if Dan's not gonna be in or out, if he's gonna be out, then I plan to do this on Tuesdays, barring some work adventure or something so just kind of look for it on tuesdays um, well this tuesday there's a football game so well, that doesn't stop me okay i'm just saying maybe I mean, i'll do can, a live I mean, you, you can do a live yeah i'm just yeah. saying i won't be around tuesday that's fine i mean if you want to if you can do something next week on another day then let me know but my Actually, plan is to tuesday do... night i'm not even gonna be watching football i'll be watching kenny omega Invading Impact Wrestling. AE Dub. AE Dub. That's right. That's right. Did you watch that last night? I did. It was very good. Sting? I know. It's Sting! I, you saw the tweet today, didn't you? I don't know if I retweeted or not, but somebody uh, added at Chris Jericho and said, hey, you've got to get him on the Chris Jericho show, which, by the way, is yeah. an awesome podcast if you don't listen to it. Podcast, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Sting, man, that takes me back. I can remember watching him as a little kid. Well, he when, is he is 61 years old, and he just had a major neck injury when he wrestled Seth Rollins. So I wouldn't expect him to be in the ring much. Yeah, more show but, than anything, I think. But, hey, I mean, you know, there's still a bunch of old guys at AEW still entertaining. Yeah. I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. Well, you know, they said, you know, who's Cody Rhodes' favorite wrestler besides his dad? <laughs> the Sting. 
So that's to rad. be able to work with him, I think is just an honor in itself. And I'm, pro- and I'm of- sure that's probably huge for a lot of those because they're probably like me. They probably grew up watching him. Yeah. Well, Darby Allen's probably wasn't even born when Sting was wrestling. <laughs> that's very true. And I love Darby <laughs> Allen. I like him. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I tell. I was, I was talking to somebody in, in our wrestling league that that we have the the fantasy wrestling league. Uh, I said Ricky Starks is going to be an absolute star. Who? Ricky Starks. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he was Team Taz. Yeah, he's going to blow up huge. He's got a lot of that rock charisma. Yeah, he does. That's what he kind of reminds me of is that, and that, it's kind of started out the same way. Kind of that, uh, you know, when he was Rocky Maivia. He kind of was. Everybody kind of hated him, yeah. but yet you you could see it coming. You know, you could see it. Yeah, you could see yeah. it down the road. Yeah. Anyway, the people here are like, "What the hell are you two talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Except for uh, Troy. Troy probably knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. A couple and our buddy Mike, if he listens. Yeah, Mike. To us. Mike's a big wrestling guy. Yeah, he's a so. huge fan. So I'm a geek. I don't care. Yeah, I'm I love nerd. wrestling. I watch comic book shows and. Watch wrestling. I, I was watching. Football. I was watching. Uh, ah, crap! Nintendo show. Somebody playing Mario uh, <laughs> on TV. I was like, hmm. so that's how you do that. And I was like, ah, I see. But you know that. where I draw the line? Oh lord! I draw the line at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> well, you know that's for the true nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord! I mean, those people are just the worst. I mean, who I mean, the hell? Who the hell still plays Dungeons and Dragons? Meet Johnny. Where's <laughs> <laughs> exactly? Chops. Huge chops. Yes, we're we're drawing lines of nerddom here. There's there's you know which is funny because I forget what it was I asked, uh, and I was talking to all of them. I, I was most, mostly talking to Nate, and I was wanting to do something, get on and talk or something. And he's like, I can't. I'm busy tonight. I'm going over to Johnny's to play D and D. And I was like, what? So that's what, that's why they didn't really do Friday nights. Cause, uh, right. lounge. he's like, well, I'm going over to uh, Johnny's to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I was yeah. like, nerd. <laughs> I'm not sure when the lounge will make a comeback. Well, here. I do kind of have an update on that. You do. Okay, good. Um, me and Nate kind of talked about that. Apologies to all of our followers, viewers, listeners. Um, it kind of become a chore more than what it should have been. Yeah. But uh, we've kind of, Nate has kind of said we're going to hit the brakes on that. And we're going to kind of reboot that for next year. Now that I, again, now that I have the keys, I can kind of help. Dan doesn't have to do so much. So uh, I can kind of help there. And then we're going to kind of plan it out, maybe do it a little different. Um Maybe a different night because Friday nights are kind of hard to get people in. Uh, but yeah, that's something we kind of discussed. Not sure what, but we are bringing it back. Just going to reboot it at a probably after the playoffs. You know, first of the year after all that's done. So just be patient with us. We'll we'll get it back on track and we'll let you know. Man, secret meetings. Well, you know, I was like, I, I don't know where Dan's at. I know. I, I, He's I, in my I, He's like, I know. where's Waldo? And I'm like, screw Waldo. Where's Dan? Yeah, I just figured, you know, I don't know. A monkey can go in and hit the play button and just let you guys talk. Well, he can, but I got to be able to log into that play button. So, well, I know. I know. I'm just, just Did saying. Did you just call just me saying. a monkey? 
saying a monkey could do that. Did you just call me a monkey? <laughs> You're more gorilla-like. I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end it right there because we began how we ended. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> With you resembling a remark. There you go. Anyway, thanks, guys, for listening. Sorry it's been so long since we've been here. Hopefully you're uh, – I mean, you guys can still hit us up anytime. You know, yes, even if I'm MIA, I still answer tweets and stuff. I'm on Twitter. I just – you know. Yeah, he just doesn't answer my tweets. I'm like, Dan, where are you? And he's like, crickets. I don't know. I was probably asleep. Yeah. Likely excuse, buddy. Oh, hey, man. Anyway, sun goes down. I start drifting off sometimes. <laughs> Good night now. Good night. Kenny Omega for Kenny Omega here. Oh my God. Here we go. Tighten up. No, I can't. I go can't. Hawks. Tighten up. Later. Later. <laughs>